So, um, welcome to episode two uh, of series two. Um, I'm here, Carl, with Lewis. We're doing. Hello, I don't know if, Am I muted? No, you can hear me. Uh, so I can uh, hear you, but I can't see you at the moment, Carl. Can't see me. That's probably better. I'm not sure if that's intentional or not. Let's be honest. Uh, there I am. Hey there. Right. Uh, was, what would you like to talk to me about? Right. I would like to speak to you, Carl, about a couple of things. About fan football. Now, I don't know if we've mentioned things before. You and I are huge football fans, but slightly different in how we consume the game, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So you, Carl, are you're a paying season ticket holder, so you're week in, week out on the terraces. Um, whereas me, I, I'll i go to re- local games. I'll go to Blues Villa when that's on. Uh, Villa West Brom, whenever I get a chance to see those. Uh-huh. Because my beloved is a long, long way up north. Uh-huh. I don't go to games very often, but I'll watch pretty much any game that's on the telly. So, as we're two different consumers, mm-hmm. I see so often people being slandered and people being uh, people will get up on a high horse and look down upon people who will leave a game early. Okay, <sighs> now I know this is a topic that a lot of people. Go, oh, you don't do that. You don't do that. <laughs> And there's a, there's a couple of things in the whole, I'm a better fan than you because I don't do this or I don't do that. Another one for me, and I'm going to chuck it out there at, at the start of this discussion. People have this thing about half and half scarves. You can't wear a half and half scarf. Oh, that's disgusting. You can't wear two names on a, on a, on a piece of wool that someone's knitted. So, first <laughs> off, I'll, I would... Uh, in a, in a um, in a nice controlled diplomatic way, I'd like to firstly hear your opinion on should football fans leave a stadium early? Um, and I have no idea what you think on this. Um, and then we'll discuss it and see whether other people have an opinion on it. Carl, the floor is yours. Oh, so uh, leaving early, my. <laughs> um, I think I know what you're going to say. Yeah. So go, go mean, all out, Carl. Go on. The thing is, the thing is, I guess, <laughs> I guess I'm such a fan of my team that, that I'm, so I'm thinking that the, 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 there's only two reasons you'd leave early and okay. one's acceptable and one's not. Okay. So that's, so that's, okay. so that's where I am. So the, so, if you had a hospital appointment or or yeah. a, or 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 a doctor's appointment or a, you had a child that was poorly or something medically related or you had an infirm relative to get back to uh, take over with the looking after of completely acceptable to leave a game early absolutely yeah. um that's 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 the only acceptable circumstances <laughs> because because for me 
The other scenario for leaving a game early, which you see, is, and I watched, um, who did I see leaving early the other day? Um, oh, the past few weeks, it's been, there's been a lot. Um, it was Spurs just fans, I don't think the last twenty minutes. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was Tottenham supporters. <laughs> it was Tottenham supporters when Brentford scored that third goal, and the and the cameras just went to the exits, and it was, it was, it was in biblical terms a mass exodus, um, which which I I have to say, like, so let's look at that in context, okay, so. Yeah. That is because their team are losing. Now, I know that there's two things here, right? Number one, I am that much of a football supporter of my club that if they are going to lose 7-0, I want to be there. I want to see the seventh goal go in for two reasons. One, it's historical. It's very much a I was there moment. So that that's I've gone along with all thing. of this, yeah. But two, if you don't see the bad times, how on earth are you ever going to appreciate the good times? Like this, yeah, okay. Like, like, and from from my club's point of view, I watched us not too long ago so i feel as though i can talk in experience here whereas probably 10 years ago i couldn't speak like this but <clears throat> for, we've only been back in the premier league now for for our, this is our fourth season i think for four years before that we were in the championship and there were some really dark times <laughs> you know We've now got a forty or fifty thousand waiting list on our season tickets. I can tell you that six years ago, we were playing Preston North End on a Wednesday night, which was the game that Steve Bruce got sacked the morning after. There were twenty six thousand seven hundred ninety five people there of which I was one and my dad was stood next to me. And in the section now where you cannot get a seat and you can, you, you're bunched in like sardines. We were the, apart from, there was a, well, there's one, there was a, a man and his daughter who work at Villa Park to our left. And to the left of them, this incredibly loyal, uh, um, family as well apart from that there was hardly anybody else in our section with there were far more seats than there were people um it, it, it's it, it i've got a big thing about being there when things are going bad because I genuine, genuinely think that it tastes so much sweeter for me now than it does for people that have just rocked up since we've got re-promoted back to the Premier League. It must feel to them like, ah, oh, I mean, what was going through their minds? 
we'll go down oh that's it then i can't be bothered when we get promoted i'll go back number one we <laughs> might never have got re-promoted we may never have got promoted again number two um how how, how do you know how good how sweet it feels i just don't know i just and so that's where i am okay, so with if i with if i leaving the game early now. so don't leave uh, the game early don't, don't okay. leave the game early Ca apart from if you've counter got an appointment go on counter argument now i agree with you i, I wouldn't leave games early never have never would um Similar to you, Man United got thumped 7-0 this season by Liverpool. Man City smashed us. Uh, uh, Brighton and Brentford at the beginning of the season was awful. There comes a point in a game, and you can usually put your finger on it, for me, where I'll, I'll kind of switch off the supporter mode and I'll sit back and go, right, I'm just going to experience this now as a fan of football. Um I remember, do you remember when England lost to Germany? I think we lost 4-1. It was the Lampard goal, uh, the ghost goal. I remember there being a point when they were counter-attacking through Ozil and all their, their young stars where I actually started smiling and thinking, bloody hell, they're good. Yes. And I could turn off I could turn off the fact that I was a um, an England fan that just mm -hmm. was desperate and diehard. Mm -hmm. So that being said, I do agree with you. I wouldn't walk out. Um, however, if someone saved up, and football tickets nowadays are not cheap. Not cheap. Um, you'll know that. Well, not cheap I at was, all. you know, I mean, just to put a figure on that, um, a match at a match day ticket for a seat in my section for an adult just for one match is fifty-two quid. I mean, it's go. just, it's um, just, in, that's just one person <coughs> on their own. Yeah, and you, you're really going to go on your own, are you? Um, so if someone saved up the money for the tickets to go and watch the game on the weekend, and ultimately for entertainment purposes, it's to sit back and be entertained, be it by your team or the opposition team or football itself. If if you've spent your money and you're not entertained, why can't you just come out and walk out? If you went to the cinema and watched a film and half hour in it, terrible. Pants acting, the writing was awful, directing was awful, uh, the cinematography was that bad, you couldn't pick anything up. You wouldn't sit through it, you'd walk out. You'd go, there's better ways to spend my time. And life's too short. Carl, life's too short for us to sit through an hour and a half <laughs> of something that's making us sad. Or, um, yeah, I just think ultimately, if I'm being, I'm being, I'm being, I'm being quiet here because, <laughs> and I'm listing all the things yeah, that you're it. getting terribly <laughs> wrong. Go on. Can I come back to the cinema a bit? Oh, no. That's so, so I'm going to jump on the cinema a bit. Yeah, go on. Yeah, please. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm fine. I'm fine. I was, I was with you. I was with you. <laughs> oh, you were, you were selling it to me until you talked about the cinema, and then I was, I was, 
I was out on that example because 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 if all of those things were bad it would never make it to the cinema I think what I'm saying what I'm I'm saying here is and I think just to counter that is um, a football is is the ball is round and and funny things happen so whereas with i i can read a review of a film before i go ha there we are i can't read a review of a football game can i i've got to wait (laughs) that's the that and that is the sheer excitement that's what it's got over cinema isn't it it's yeah because you don't know what's gonna it's nobody knows. It's live. Can I tell a counter then? If we if we throw in the whole live factor, and we won't spend too long on this because we will always agree to disagree, yep. um, and parts of me will be just facetious, just for the sake of I like arguing. Um, I know you do. <laughs> so with the live factor. Uh, could I ask you who your favourite artist is or who your favourite uh, musician is that you'd love to go and see? So whether you have seen uh, them or oh, so well, I'm a, I'm about to go and see Bruce Springsteen for the first time ever. Okay. Oh, well, first off, I'm jealous. I wish I was there. Secondly, if you were to rock up, okay, and you're you're buzzing for this, you're excited, you love Springsteen, you've supported Springsteen all your life, all of your musical, of course, all, you your your musical life and his musical career, um, but then. He starts that first note in Atlantic City or Youngstown or Born to Run kicks off. And it just sounds terrible. <laughs> it just doesn't sound very good. The drumming's off. The sound's off. Uh, the crowd are booing. Everyone's getting a bit restless. Uh, and then he goes into the next track, Born in the USA start. That's, that's a bit rubbish as well. Uh, none of this would happen anyway because Bruce Springsteen's unreal. But just for the sake of the uh, of the argument, how long would you endure a bad concert for before you walked out? Or would you not? And if you wouldn't, or sorry, if you would, but you still wouldn't at the football, are we then nailing down what's so beautiful about sport that nothing else can get? I mean, it's a great point. I mean, you've 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 almost won the argument. So, I <laughs> guess I get you, you in that particular case. I think what you've done there is you've gone all right, Carl. I get your cinema thing. You've made a great point there. You could read a review beforehand. You could watch Curb, listen to Kermode and Mayo. You could look at Rotten Tomatoes. You've got an idea. But with this one, I can't really argue it. You've 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 nailed that one because a an artist could have the best songs, could have the best venue, could have the best musicians, but but the production guys at that particular venue are having a bad day or 
something's gone wrong with a desk, a music desk, and they've had to change it at the last minute, and that one's not working, and then they've had to bring something in that's not that great quality. And you could write, you you know, there could be a set of circumstances where it, it did sound awful. How long would I last? So, I don't know. Can I ask then? That's a good point. Can I ask then? There's there's no, I have no counter uh, question to this. I'm just interested. Would you walk out of a concert? I I think, I I think, I think if it was somebody I'd waited to see all my life and somebody I might never see again, probably not. But if it was somebody who I thought, gosh, they've had a really bad deal here today, um, there might be another opportunity to see that person in better circumstances, then, then, then possibly, yes. So... There you but go. What if, like the comeback of uh, Istanbul 2005, in the last 20 minutes of that set, they suddenly get really good and it's the best concert ever, but that, it's, it's that last 20 minutes. There. I see what you mean. Um, I probably would walk out of a concert, but I wouldn't walk out of a football match. But I honestly don't feel passionately one way or another in terms of if somebody else wants to walk out Carry on, man. If you would rather be at the pub or be with your family or whatever, I don't know. I just, oh, oh, yeah. I'm a hundred. I'm a hundred percent with you there. When, when, when people walk out, I don't judge them. I just wouldn't walk out myself. Yeah. If some, if somebody else walks out, I'd actually prefer it if they went. If they're, they're being negative anyway, because for me, the only, yeah. to, the only, the only reason to be there in the first place is to support your team. If you're not going to support your team and you're just going to be shouting negative stuff, I'd rather you left. So you know, that's another thing with me. Like, I don't, if I'm, if I haven't got something, something encouraging to shout. I don't shout at all, but that's just me. You know, I think that's partly oh, I, when I, you, I think that's the teacher in me, though. There's, if I can't say anything nice to the children, I don't say anything at all. But there you are. So what, you, what you're trying to you try to shout out uh, compliment sandwiches to the players. That was good. <laughs> what you could do next time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Three stars and a wish. Okay. So what? <laughs> so you've 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 controlled it really well there, Ollie. You've um you've 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 seen the man and you've and you've and you've worn lovely boots but next time can you uh, perhaps kick it a little bit further. Oh yeah. So that's my Let's three stars. Peers, everybody else, what do we think? Yeah. What could Ollie what have do, done better? Ha, what could <laughs> Ollie have done better? Okay. Um are you gonna uh, ask just... me about these scarves, by the way? <laughs> yeah, I was just I was gonna ask, yeah. So what's your opinion on half and half scarves then? I haven't got an opinion. So that one, I haven't got yeah. an opinion on. I haven't got an opinion. Same. I've seen I, so many people. I, it was people weird. Walk out with them. And... So, so we played. Who did we play last? I can't remember. We beat somebody Liverpool. really good recently. Oh, Tottenham. So we beat. We beat. Oh, sorry, oh, sorry. We beat somebody. Yeah, historically really good, but not <laughs> actually really good at the moment. So we beat. We beat Tottenham. I hadn't really thought about them for a long time, actually. It's funny you should bring it up because um, we were waiting quite a long time 
at the end for various people to come out of the toilets um, in the concourse while they were trying to get us to all to leave. And I'm saying, no, 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 I'm not going anywhere until my daughter comes out of that toilet. Um, you'll have to physically manhandle me. Anyway, this kid came down, not a kid. He was about 20, 21, quite young, came down the stairs really late. Um, I think he'd been taking some photographs. Um, he was clearly a tourist, I would say, just by how he was dressed um, and by the fact that he was clutching his individual match ticket on a day when I'm not entirely sure there were that many match tickets available so but yeah. he was holding on to it like it was something he was going to frame if you see what i mean and he had his program in his yeah. other hand and he had his half and half scarf on and i just went okay so um i guess i wondered who he was supporting <laughs> you know? i know he was in the villa bit but because he was someone i'd never seen there before because we sit in a very we sit in an area where I would say 95% of the people are in the same seats every week. So when you yeah, see a fresh, a different, book. yeah. Also, uh, we sit in a section where all the families of all the players sit. So, okay. we, you know, there's, so there's a lot of that going on. So we have quite a lot of, um, if you like, uh, country representation. There's a lot of, there's a lot of different flags going on in our section, you uh, know, diversity. There's a lot of lot of diversity, yeah. So you you know we've got um, Colombian flags uh, hanging off uh, John Duran's family, and we've got um, uh, uh, David Louise's um, not David Louise, um, Douglas Louise's uh, brother just along from us with his uh, Brazil flag flying most of the time. Uh, yeah, so it's. Um, they, they, there's half and half scarves quite a bit round by us because it's kind of like a memento thing. I think people see it as a memento. I think it's fine as a memento. I haven't got a problem with it as a memento. I, I, I haven't. I haven't really got an opinion on half and half scarves. I just think that they're very, very, very expensive to be buying when it only represents one game. I think it's probably worth buying one if it's your team's first and possibly last ever chance of going to a cup final at Wembley. I think that's probably where its place in the world is. And I think the fact that they now produce them for Solihull Moors versus uh, Aldershot Town on a wet Tuesday, it, it, you know, it's it's it, it to me. It's it's just silliness, really. There we are. Yeah, I think I think you've hit the nail on the head in that they do have a place. Um, I just, just I see so many people getting slated for it online, and like you said, if it's your first game, or if it's your daughter or your son's first game, and you want to remember it, or next season, I imagine there'll be a lot on sale at the Villa if they do get into the Conference League because there'll be first times when bigger European teams will be visiting and you'll want to remember it. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, if if it's your average um, your average game 
average league game or if it's lower league, then I could understand. Yeah, so uh, so that's interesting. Is, that's so that's so that's funny you should mention that because I actually think like it's almost become to some people probably like it's 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 the alternative to buying a program if it's a significant game for you. So I so yeah. my thing so my thing is um I've I never buy a program. Never. Because it just got to the point where I my entire bedroom as a child, I had so many programs from all the games that I went to as a season ticket holder when I was a teenager. It just got to the point where I couldn't possibly read them all. So just one day, I I I can't. Before, this is way before eBay. One day, I just recycled them all. <laughs> I took a leap of faith, okay. and that was it. Gone. <laughs> All of them gone. But what I did was I picked out all the European matches, picked them out because uh, I thought because I thought might never play them again, might never play them again. But you know, by now I'd have forty Villa Arsenal programs. I mean, when am I ever going to open them? And why do I want to read about Freddie Youngberg? I really don't know. You know. Have, so you ever, I think, have you ever actually read one of the one of them as well? There's there's maybe one good article in there, two good articles, but it's yeah, mostly rubbish. I mean, it's it's mostly rubbish. It is mostly rubbish, and 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 I, I think it's I think it's all right as a home fan to buy one, but as an away fan, if you're buying them, there's one there's a two page color thing about your team when you're the away team, and it's normally got like little pictures of all your players, and it will tell you. Um, what age they are, what teams they used to play for, uh, what position that they play in. Um, clearly, all of this information is directed at the home fans, and yet the away fans are buying it and they're going, they're looking at it and they're going, oh, Eric Dyer, apparently he's uh thirty and uh he, he's a central <laughs> defender and a defensive midfielder. Oh, that's interesting. Didn't know that. I'm a Spurs fan, travelling to an away game here, uh, as I've done to all the away games this season. But for, fortunately, it says here that um, uh, uh, Forster is our reserve goalkeeper, so I'll keep that bit of information close to my chest. I'm, if he was to come on, I might even... Uh, if, if if old Lloris gets injured here, I might, I might have a word with some of the people on my row that I've never met before and tell them that I've got this real sort of bite-sized bit of diamond information about our reserve keeper it just i just what a waste of money and also can i just say programs are like four pound fifty five pounds five pound fifty now it's and and it's it, and and i would say 30 percent of its advertising in there so I, I really don't think i think i think the program's dead now i really do um, but I have to say, having gone to a few Solihull Moors games recently, um, you can just pick up a sheet of A4, and I think they should do this at all Premier League games, and, and ch which just just got the two, uh, uh, it's got just got a, two badges at the top, and it's got a list of all the players and all the squad numbers. That's all you need, and it tells you who the officials are uh -huh. at the bottom. Perfect. One sheet of A4, fold it up, put it in your back pocket. Oh, there's number 45. Who's that? Oh, okay. It's Mendy. Right. Pop my back in my pocket. Lovely. That's the information I need. So I don't really want to spend £5.50 on knowing that uh, 
pucker pies are selling uh, in all the stands around Villa Park. Thank you very much. But there we are. That's my personal opinion. What else did you want to know about, Lewis? <laughs> uh, well, I think you've covered everything in terms of uh, the, the hierarchy of what... Uh, <laughs> well, there, um, was, was there, there was one other thing that was I thought was it, you were talking about. We've done half and half scarves. We've done leaving early. There was uh, something else, I'm sure. Was, uh, not not in terms of fans and whatnot. What I would like to speak about, um, just briefly, I don't know, I can't see how long we've got left on this, but is uh, the return of Big Sam. Oh, yes. Big Sam's back. <laughs> and it's, uh, well, at the moment, it's not going very well for him. <laughs> no. I, well, it's not really his fault, is it? He was given four games. But yes, it is. But, I mean, but he's, have, you, he's, have you seen his win percentage, Carl? His win percentage? His win percentage is one in five games. He wins one in five games. They brought him in for four games. The math doesn't well, add up. I know it doesn't. And also, if... I think he um, says he might get one win. But on the flip side... What an amazing thing that they brought Roy Hodgson back. Oh, man, yeah. And what a job he's done as well. Well, it, so it does sometimes work, but um, I think you've got to bring somebody back whose heart is in the club. I think that's the key thing here. If they'd have bought, if Leeds had bought back um, Howard Wilkinson, although I'm not sure if he's alive or dead, but if they'd have brought him back, mind you, if they'd have brought him, if they, even if they'd have brought him back in a box, and just put him on the sideline, um, I think there would have been a certain amount of inspiration that the players could have got from a... It's certainly a, a, run a bit harder. <laughs> <laughs> but you cannot, you can't, I'm not sure, I don't think he's dead actually. Um but what 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 I think I don't think you can just bring somebody random back. I think that's the that's the key here. Yeah, I think I agree. I think even if they had brought Bielsa in for four games, he will have done more than any. Uh, Big Sam may put it off uh, this weekend, um, but it just <laughs> seems like are we still doing that? We're still doing that. We're still doing that. We're still. We're still. We're still. We're still being as creative as bringing um, people like uh, Steve McLaren and uh, Sam Allardyce and um, uh, Alan Pardew back. Yes, that's what. That's how creative we're being. The man that's, drinks that's pints it. of wine, man. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I just think, you look at what Brighton have done, you look at what Villa have done, and you look you look a little bit further afield and you'll you'll find someone yeah. perfect fit. They they're gonna they they're gonna um they're gonna bang it long, Lewis. They're gonna bang it long. Can I just for a second yeah. just can I just can can I just let, let can you have a little rant about um uh, about 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 teams that are well, not are not in this particular case who have just decided they're not going to um, go for a manager that's got lots of new ideas. 
Well, I just think you've got a theme like Leeds who have been built and moulded by Bielsa and his ideas. Um, he's, they're still his players. They're still there. Um, Aronson, Nonto, people like that that were brought in by Bielsa and then um, Jesse Marsh afterwards. You're going to get them lot to play effectively under a Sam Allardyce, who we all know all he's going to ask them to do is kick it up long, win the first ball. Kick it up long, win the first ball. You could have brought anybody in, anyone from across Europe, anyone from the lower leagues that could have come in and utilised them players a little bit better. It's the old Zlatan idea that you've got a Ferrari and driving it like a Mini Cooper. Um, you got big stands coming. All I'm seeing him, he's shouting. I saw him the weekend. I can't. Uh, I can't remember the player he was shouting at. He was going blood red. Yes. Can you? So can we confirm? Can you confirm something to me? Because I said, I said, um, I said I've got a feeling that this is Leeds' fourth manager of the season. Am I wrong? Because I've got a feeling that Bielsa um, started the season. Then it was Marsh. Then there was this Italian fella. Or was he Spanish or Portuguese? I don't know. I wasn't really concentrating. I wasn't concentrating on the Spanish guy. And then that, that's got nothing to do with anything xenophobic or anything. Or, or, or <laughs> it's, it's simply simply because at that point I was, I, w- I was out on Leeds at that point. I was like thinking I'm really not interested in anything you're doing because, 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 it, because it seemed to me like. That 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 once the American fella experimented, because that was that was a huge mistake in the first place to get rid of the one manager that had given them their first clear identity in, and in fact, I would even go as far as to say this: Leeds were really the pioneers under Bielsa of what everybody is now currently doing. I think we saw that press. Certainly the press, the the when you haven't got the ball press, that's what Manchester City and 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 Liverpool and uh, Arsenal do now. So that all the successful teams in this country, that's what they do. Maybe not playing out from the back. Maybe that wasn't they weren't the architects of that, but they certainly were the architects of the high almost suicidal press now it how you can then go oh well we've had a bad start here we're going to get rid of that clear identity and we're going to bring in somebody who's um had limited success somewhere once in germany and that's what we're going to go with well, it is clearly, I think, and I don't think I'm being horrible to Leeds supporters here. I'm saying if there's a Leeds fan out there that eventually ends up listening to this, I'm sure they'll be nodding going, I cannot believe that we were the architects of our own downfall. We, it, was, it was us. We've got no one else to blame but the people that run the club. And in the end, they've even installed 
somebody that just has got a, a, a 2005 view on the game. And I think... It, it, I think Big Sam would fit a couple of teams in the Premier League. I think he could have done a job, uh, uh, a an emergency job for, I don't know, a Leicester or Everton have brought him in instead of uh, bringing in Sean Dyke. Everything you've just described about Leeds there is the polar opposite of Big South. <laughs> you couldn't get further. No, no, it was, it was, it was, you know, Bielsa was the, the man that just, that sort of almost had a dossier on every player that they were going to be facing that weekend. And he had, um, I mean, he'd even, He'd even got caught videoing people's uh, training sessions. I mean, what a genius. <laughs> it's inspired. Well, and the it thing was... is, Doc, that wasn't even against the rules. They had to create a rule and say, oh, bloody hell, we didn't know. nobody had thought about that. Uh, I, yeah, don't do that again. <laughs> um, sat on a, sat on a, a, a stool, a, a, sat, you know, just, I just, I loved him. I loved him. And the... The the I'm going to I am not interested in learning the English language and I thought good for you good <laughs> for you I'm sick and tired of people uh, doing I I don't want you to learn the English language you will if we want to hear what you've got to say we should have an interpreter you can't hear he wasn't going to waste his time doing that he was going to he was going to spend his time actually finding out how the opposition plays and how he was going to beat them. And that's where he put his energy. I love Bielsa. What an amazing, refreshing. And he was, and, and just to, just to, just to use him as an example, he's the, he's the perfect antidote to, for Allardyce really, because it just shows that my comments are not ageist because Bielsa, I'm fairly sure is older than Sam Allardyce. And that, that, just says it all it's either somebody with new ideas or somebody with old ideas and that's the problem here and that's why Leeds will go down on Sunday agree we'll edit that out if they uh, don't know <laughs> no I'd like to keep it in and also I think keep um, the rant is oh yes I like a rant <laughs> we've got less than one minute Lewis well, so um, uh, thank you for um, talking to me about some points that have been bothering you. <laughs> yes, thank you for this therapy session. 